When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Great news for Colts fans today. Juju Brents was limited in practice, which means he's closer to playing. That's still big news. But you know what? It's not as big a news as it would have been about five, six weeks ago because DJ Baker is playing his ass off, and so's Jalen Jones. So Juju Brents comes back. That's a good thing. But the difference between Juju Brents and DJ Baker, did I say DJ Baker, is not chasmic. It's not like Grover Stewart and Tavin Bryan. Nothing against Tavin Bryan, but he ain't Grover Stewart. Great news for Colts fans looking ahead to the game against the Bengals this coming Sunday. And the line with this game has gone kind of crazy. I, I don't understand what's going on with the line because we really haven't heard anything uh, that changes things altogether that much from an injury perspective. You've got Braden Stewart, who didn't again practice today. EJ Speed didn't practice and Jonathan Taylor didn't practice, but you knew that Braden wasn't going to go this week, or you at least suspected. And then you you kind of knew that Jonathan Taylor wasn't. EJ Speed is kind of a uh, a difference in in the injury report, but you know it's not that big a deal. It's not a three and a half point change. Uh, the Bengals right now are one at one point favorites. The Colts were two-and-a-half-point favorites, so that's a three-and-a-half-point swing. That just doesn't make a lot of sense for uh, to me. We're going to talk about Gardner Minshew versus Anthony Richardson. This keeps coming up. There are hardcore Gardner Minshew supporters, and, hey, we all love him. He's a wonderful guy, but, you know, what? he and Anthony Richardson, we're going to talk about this a little bit. We hope what would have to happen for the Colts to say, you know what? Our hand's been forced. We have got to keep Gardner Minshew, and he is going to be our starter in 2024. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about the baseball winter meetings from 40 years ago. I got a story. Uh, Mike Woodson on Xavier Johnson. He talked about Xavier a little bit and the timeline for his return. Uh, Pacers coming up in about an hour from Vegas, not from Milwaukee. Miles Turner had some things to say about the lack of national recognition and the na- the lack of national kind of yammering uh, about the Indiana Pacers. And, and he would like more yammering and more attention from the national media, but he knows how to go get that. So he, he talked about that a little bit today. That's kind of interesting. Um, 
coveting that, I think, is completely wrong-headed. And I don't believe that Miles Turner is. I think that you should... I always go back to this. Bing Crosby, back in the day, always negotiated his name down in the credits because he didn't want to be held responsible for a film tanking. I kind of like that. I like the idea that nobody talks about me. I just go about my business if I'm playing for the Pacers. I don't want media. Media is a distraction. I don't want the national media coming in. I don't want Stephen A. Smith coming in. I don't want Mike Wilbon coming in. I don't want these guys. I don't want the ESPN guys. I don't want none of that. I just want to go about my business and win basketball games. That's what I would want. Some of these guys, they want a little bit of branding, but we're going to talk about it a little bit. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Thursday, December 7th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. MyBookie is a place to go make a little bit of bets, have some fun, and for your initial sign-up, you deposit at least $50, you activate an instant cash bonus up to $200. How about them apples? Uh, you can bet anything, any anywhere, anytime, MyBookie, the uh, link will be in the show description and in the comments immediately following uh, the show, which is live, so I can't put it in the description before we go live. That'd be impossible. All right, uh, subscribe, like the video, because it's the polite thing to do. Who's your hospitality and all that? And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. I will see it. We will talk about your comment, and off we'll go. All right, like I said, Juju Brents limited today, which was a surprise. Good. I'm glad. Finally, he's getting back on the field. This is a guy who plays at a very, very highly competitive level. He likes sticking his nose in. He likes covering guys. He talks about Juju's Island. It's a little early to have that conversation. But I like that he's thinking that way. It can't be a lockdown corner unless you believe you're a lockdown corner. And it seems like Juju came into the NFL believing he was a lockdown corner. Good for him. Him getting healthy. If he gets healthy, Grover Stewart comes back and Jonathan Taylor comes back and the other guys don't get hurt. You got a hell of a chance to reel off some wins because you are playing bad football teams. The Bengals are not a good football team. That they're favored against the Colts just doesn't make sense to me. Steelers, not very good. Kenny Pickett, out. Mitch Trubisky, in. They play against the Patriots today, or tonight. And that game, the over-under on that game... 30 and a half points. That's low. That's really low. That is like a point away from record low. You know, not since like 1993 has there been a game at 29 and a half. Nobody expects any scoring in this game because who's going to score and how? The Patriots can't score. And the Steelers, even when they're good, they don't go out and score points. So, you got what, this is going to drive Al Michaels into retirement. He's going to say, you know what, the hell with this, boys. If you can't get me better games than this crap, I, I ain't coming back. I, my time is limited on this rock. I'm in my 80s, and I'm, I'm spending all my time going to Pittsburgh. to Or, or I think it's in Pittsburgh, right? Isn't it in Pittsburgh? It, uh, yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. To watch this and describe this, can't be happy about it. All right, so um, 
if the Colts go on a run to the playoffs with Gardner Minshew, should they keep him as a starter headed into 2024? And the quick and easy answer is no. This is Anthony Richardson's team. They didn't take him fourth overall because they wanted to see who is better, Anthony Richardson or Gardner Minshew. They, they signed Gardner Minshew with the intent of drafting Anthony Richardson and having Minshew kind of tutor Anthony Richardson in Shane Steichen's system. That was the plan. And it was going okay until Anthony hurt his knee and then had a concussion and then had to have his shoulder, his right shoulder, surgically repaired uh, because he got thrown down on it. All right. So Gardner comes in, and Gardner's played well enough not to tank the team he's playing for. And that's what you want in a backup quarterback. Gardner Minshew is one of the better backup quarterbacks, if not the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Really, really good. A guy you can trust, a guy who knows his place. He's not going to make a lot of unpleasant noise about not playing. He's not that kind of guy. And he's the kind of guy who is going to throw the ball accurately when he gets his platform set in the pocket. And we saw that this past week against the Titans. Did some things very nicely. He's also a guy who's going to turn it over once in a while, as he did on Sunday. He had the fumble. Didn't hurt. Everything went fine after that. And then had the two-point conversion pick, which doesn't count as a pick in the statistics, but it cost the Colts two points and gave the uh, uh, Titans two points. So that's a net four-point swing. That's not good. You lose games because of that kind of thing. Can't have it. That's Gardner Minshew. There's good, there's bad, and there's somewhere in between. And that's who he is. For the people who don't really know that much, they watch and they see the good. For the people who are just cynics, they see all the bad and think that Gardner Minshew sucks. And then there's the rest of us in the middle who know he does some things pretty well and other things not so well. That he is going to make a play where you're like, wow, that's pretty good. And then uh, next up, he takes his left hand off the ball. He's like this, and it gets smacked away from him. That's Gardner Minshew. That's why among the 32 GMs in the NFL, none signed him to be their starting quarterback this past year, uh, off season when he was a free agent. Anthony Richardson can throw the deep ball. He can throw the short ball. He's learning the game. He's only 21 years old. He can run a 4-4-40 at 250 pounds. He does a lot of things really, really, really well. He's going to have to figure out that he's not playing high school football anymore. He's playing in the NFL. And that when you take on even DBs in the NFL, sometimes the quarterback's going to lose. So discretion, the better part of valor, you need to get your ass down. You can't have RPOs where you're going to run the ball seven to ten times a game. You can't. Now what you can do is when the pocket breaks down, you can go. And you can run, get 15, and slide, and everything's okay. But if you initiate contact as a quarterback, if you initiate the contact against angry defensive players, a lot of times you're going to lose, and that loss is going to mean that you're down for a number of weeks. Can't have it. So Anthony Richardson is learning that. Gardner Minshew, in the meantime, 
what we hope is going to happen is that he wins three of the next five, or the Colts do with Gardner Minshew, and the Colts wind up going to the playoffs. And maybe they go on a little bit of a run, just like they did in 1995 when it was unexpected. And they beat the Chargers, and then they beat the Chiefs, and they go to Pittsburgh and could have gone to the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback from that year as their starter, and that's Jim Harbaugh, who did not open the season as a starting quarterback. Interesting. And nothing against Gardner Minshew. There's a, you know what? There's no, uh, there's no thinly veiled insult here. It's a great compliment to say, and it's been co-signed, like I said, by all the GMs in the NFL, that Gardner Minshew is a really good backup. You're not going to sign him to a 10 to $12 million deal to back somebody up. You're just not. It would be substantially stupid. So it's likely either he stays here at the money he's already getting or a little bit of a bump because, hey, like a little something for the effort, Chris and Jim and Shane, let's go. I don't mind that. That's fine. I got nothing against Gardner Minshew. People keep talking about me being a hater. I'm not a hater. I don't hate anyone. What I am is a realist, and I understand that Gardner Minshew's passer rating is not so very good, and his pro football focus rating is not so very good. It's outside the top 32 in the NFL. And more importantly, when you watch him, you understand that he can lose you a game as easily as he can win you a game. And what you can't have if you're going to be a, a championship quarterback or a championship team, you can't have that kind of quarterback as your starter. Earl Morrill. He's like Earl Mo Would you rather have Johnny Unitas as your starter or Earl Morrill? Would you rather Bob Greasy as your starter or Earl Morrill? Earl Morrill did a lot of good work in the NFL as a backup quarterback. By the way, a native of uh, Muskegon, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan. Um, and that's Gardner Minshew. That's a good thing. It's a nice niche for a career. It's not an insult to think of him in those terms. But Anthony Richardson is the starting quarterback in 2024. Colts go to the Super Bowl. Colts go to the AFC Championship. Anthony Richardson is the guy in 2024. There's no question about that. I am a Colts fan. Absolutely. Went down to Tennessee this past week. There you go. Danico Autry almost got a game-winning interception before overtime. Yes, he almost did. And there was almost another one. Like, that happens. And it happens to every quarterback. It's not that big a deal. And I'm not being insulting toward Gardner Minshew for throwing those balls. That's who he is. Uh, Mike Woodson on Xavier Johnson's potential return. He said, don't know yet. Right now he's rehabbing and hopefully he'll be back here in the near future. Kind of what he said last year, looking ahead to the end of the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament. Yeah, man, he's, he's getting close. Really? Not so much. This is what coaches do. Coaches never give you the, the real skinny on who's coming back and when. They don't. Because they believe it gives the opponent an advantage in preparation. Of course, that's nonsense. Maybe this much advantage. They're crazy people, coaches. Anyway, Xavier Johnson, when's he got? I don't know when he's going to be back, and frankly, I don't care. Without him, IU, 2 and 0 in the Big Ten. I'll take it. Pacers, today, 5 o'clock in Vegas. On ESPN, they take on the Milwaukee Bucks. And again, this game is in Las Vegas. And Miles Turner was talking about how, you know what, a little bit of national love 
that'd be okay. But they know in order to get it, they've got to win. Well, how about a little local love from the media? Uh, media outlets locally identifying the location of tonight's game as Milwaukee this morning instead of Las Vegas. Somebody, you know what? That can't happen. If you've got local news people who are unaware of where your game is being played, that's on you. You have got to tell them. You have got to do a better job of letting them know so they don't make that mistake. Because somebody should know at a local TV station. Um, I want to talk about the baseball winter meetings for a second. 40 years ago today, the Cubs traded Carmelo Martinez, Craig Lefferts, and Fritz Connolly to the San Diego Padres in a three-way deal. They got Scott Sanderson from the Montreal Expo, Expos. I was upset, and I, I'm not admitting anything, but I might have had a couple of beers in that moment that I found out that this trade happened. So, knowing Bill Veck's phone number, the former owner of the, uh, of the Chicago White Sox and a proud Chicago resident and a guy that went to Cub games all the time and sat out in the bleachers and drank beer, I called Mr. Veck. I was like, Mr. Veck, what the hell is going on with the Cubs? I can't believe they traded Carmelo Martinez. He hit five home runs in his first 17 at-bats as a Cub. My God. And he said, Ken, are you kidding? Do you, do you really think that this guy's going to keep hitting five home runs every 17 at-bats? It's ridiculous. He's an ordinary player, and what they got with Sanderson is a guy who can throw a good fastball. He's got a nice breaking ball. He works slowly, but that's going to be okay. He's going to win you 12, 14 games. It's a good thing. So we talked for about five more minutes. I hung up, and I thought, okay, that's not so bad. And then I thought, wait a minute. No, because Craig Lefferts is going to be a good guy coming out of the bullpen for the Padres, which he was. He was a key component to that 84 team that beat the Cubs in those playoffs. It still makes me mad. And Martinez and Connolly and Sanderson, you know, a lot of the tread on his tires had already worn off. So I got on the phone. I called area code 615, which is Nashville, Tennessee, where those winter meetings were being held. And I called information. I said, hey, g give me the number for the Hyatt, thinking that that's where the uh, baseball executives would be. So I get the Hyatt on the phone. I said, uh, Dallas, Dallas Green's room, please. So it rang, rang and rang and rang and rang. It switched back to the front office. I said, I'd like to leave uh, Dallas a message if you don't mind. And they said, okay. So I said, are you out of your, the, the message is, are you out of your mind? You made this crazy deal. You sent these three guys, three young pillars of the farm system. You send them to San Diego and you get back Scott Sanderson? I'm furious. So they left it, and in the Chicago Tribune that Sunday, Dallas Green is quoted as saying, I, I even got a message at my hotel room decrying this trade, guy who didn't like this trade. My roommate at the time, he found that to be hilarious because he was there when I was ranting and raving and talking to Vec and talking to the hotel, leaving the message. He was like, you're... You, you got so far under his skin, he talked to the media about you. That's a victory for us. And just a few years later, I sent boxes to Jim Hendry's office when he was a GM of the Cubs, meaning move.
get the hell out. You are driving our team into the ground trying to win now, strip mining the farm system of all talent to go get a couple of guys who might win you a few more games this coming year because you know the time is coming. The bell is tolling for thee. I don't take losing well as a Cubs fan. I just don't. Uh, Colts are going to win this Sunday. This is not even an issue. The Bengals are terrible against the run. Terrible against the run. They allow running backs 4.8 yards per carry. 4.8. That's 31st in the NFL. Zach Moss is going to have a big game. And this is the kind of game that Gardner Minshew is going to be really good at managing. Going to hand the ball off to Zach. He's going to throw underneath. The Bengals, they're going to have to drop a safety a little further back because they watched the tape of the Titans game. And they saw Pierce torch the Titans twice. It's going to be okay. The, the extra points just give you a little bit of a cushion if you're a gambler, if you're an investor. It's all going to be okay. Trust me on that. Have a great night. Enjoy yourself. Go Pacers. Wearing the Pacers hoodie. Every day the Pacers way. Kidding me? Let's go. Score and, and the over on this game, I think it's 254 and a half, something like that. Ho, 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 ho. Uh, I love it.